Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Make people think a little bit more broadly and question what exactly is the CIA doing? What is this InQtel uh, entity doing on, uh, on domestic soil? So obviously if they're funding, if in fact they are funding companies like Seidel overseas and that company was sold off to uh, another company called Paragon right after Paragon Limited right after the election uh, in 2020. So those things are, they kind of lost, um, lost, um, um, I guess, focus in while all of the other types of things and, and discussions were going on as they related to the elections. Carrie Lake also has not brought up um, CIDL, which is very interesting uh, that she would not be aware of that piece of the election rigging, uh, I guess, operation. And so I'm not sure if she has not spoken to uh, Colonel Waldron or the Allied Security Operations Group, but she's not brought that up publicly, as, at least as far as I know. So that there is an element of the elections that are um, that are very, very local that are not being addressed. So that piece is interesting. And so if we want to, if we want to look at you know, who, who, uh, what else is quite interesting is that this is a, a Forbes uh, article that says in Arizona, Arizona just made fortunes uh, list of top 50 influential world leaders. So most people in Arizona are not even aware that you've got a 50 most influential world leader uh, in our state. And so even attorney, former Attorney General Mark Burdovich said that this, this uh, particular person, Michael Crow, is uh, the most powerful person in the state. And so he's also stated big tech is a threat to democracy in another statement. And so when you start to understand what InQtel really is, when you people keep hearing about the term InQtel as it's a you know a nebulous blob, but in fact there has origins to where did where did big tech start? And there are very very direct connections to InQtel, the CIA's venture capital fund. Well, let's go to COVID. Um... Who did it? Why did they do it? How does that intersect with everything that we're talking about here? So one of the things that that, that allowed me to figure out a, a very important piece of this is a, a document that is um, a, a local document, a Phoenix New Times. Uh, it's called Mission, Mission Impossible 2003. And this is um, was a very important kind of a, um, a connector piece, if you will. Uh, so while people do know uh, that Michael Crow comes to the state legislator very, very frequently, requests money, and people know who he is, it's it's openly known. And you put all, you, all legislators in Arizona, you gave them this information. Every single one of them, it's in the public record that you've given them this. What I what I did was in November, I'm sorry, February 14th, uh, 2020, on Valentine's Day, actually, I had been working uh, at the state legislature, working both with Republicans and then also moved to Democrats to explain to them that the 5G, uh, the HP 23 uh, 5G smart city digital economy bill, there was a whole lot more to that. And I wasn't sure if they fully understood the, the totality of what that meant. So essentially, we were the first nation to pass that bill. The first state. The first state, I'm sorry, first state in the nation to pass that bill. And then also there was a blockchain bill and a, uh, and, and a uh, fintech sandbox te technology bill that the attorney general had to... Um, I guess sign off on, if you will, with the fintech type type uh, technology. And Pro was companies. there every step of the way, huh? Yes, and so a lot of these things, it's not even who's doing it; it's who blocks and tackles for the people. Because obviously, this is happening in plain sight. If I can find this with everything is you know open source information, it's not 
you know, it's not hidden, it's, it's, you know, open source for anyone to read and know. It might be confusing for some to piece it all together, but it's not uh, obscured uh, that much. So it's not always what people say, it's actually oftentimes what they're not saying, which I find to be particularly concerning. So when you have some of the biggest stories that are happening, when you have people at the highest levels of intelligence and defense in your state, 10 minutes from where maybe you live, or you're running for you know, a governorship position or so forth, and you're not talking about that, and we ran a pandemic exercise and they're involved in, in you know, elections, you know, funding of CITL overseas and things. All of these big things are literally 10 minutes from where this capital is. And so are, would you even be governor, you know, or would Michael Crow be governor? <laughs> so if you're not gonna be governor, if the power is really over there, how are you gonna intersect with that world? Because if you're not afraid, then we need to speak about it. So Kristen, what, we got two minutes left. What are some things that, your average everyday person watching this video can do right now? I would say- Who do they call? What do I they do? I would say we should, okay, this is the picture of, it's what you're not talking about, the white noise in the mm -hmm. middle. So it's the, you know, don't look at the black, look at the, look at the white in the middle. I would say, let's hold up, let's hold up the, um, I would say, Carrie Lake, let's get some town meetings together mm -hmm. and let's have some conversations locally so that we can have, you know, Michael Crow, and George Post, and if we want to invite them, let's invite them. Let's invite them and have some open discussions about what's going on in our state. And uh, and if we're not afraid, then let's have that conversation because there are some very concerning things uh, that are happening and stories that are not being discussed and investigations that are not underway. Maybe the legislature if, can host right, some of these discussions. If, anything, if, nice. if everything is on the up and up, then that's wonderful. Let's yeah. have those conversations. Put everybody under oath so that we know there's no lying and that there's criminal penalties for any lying. Um, I, I think that sounds like a great idea. Right. So. so just open, honest discussion. Yeah. And, and if everything is fine, then, then everything like, is fine. Well, let's yeah. move on. I love it. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Michelle. So I do have a team. This is amazing. Uh, we got a total of 42 people that actually work with PHP News and Patriots Help and Patriots Network to help provide content. And as Michelle came over to the network and decided, yeah, I want to put my stuff here. I'm like, well, let's get something going to help other people kind of know what they can do to help take our country back, right? Because we're not trying to save America anymore, you guys, because it's just turned into a big turd, as she would say. And I agree with that. So we want to take our country back. And uh, we have a great video put together by Heidi07, my assistant. She sent to Michelle and worked with her. And we're going to go ahead and air that right now, Steve, and you can give me. And also, we're starting a new hash called Tag a Turd. So you will be able to hashtag any legislator that is a turd anytime you want and we'll be able to find them and help carry on that process. So here we go. Voting machines are too vulnerable. For researchers have repeatedly demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tampering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling that. It is the individual voting machines that some pose, that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. 43% of American voters use voting machines 
that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know, I know the hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into. fascists active in this country. Jenna just listed off who they are. She politely calls them election deniers. I'm supposed to call them election enthusiasts as an official position in my office, but I personally prefer just calling them what they are. They are fascists. <laughs> Tag it turd. And one more time, you guys, I want you to head on over to, let me pull it up here www.azsavesamerica.us. Now, you do not have to be from Arizona to get involved with this banning of the voting machines, okay? I just want to make that clear. This is not just uh, people in Arizona that, that can handle this nationwide crusade. It is literally nationwide. So please go there, sign up, see what you can do, and follow the steps that were in the video. And you will be able to find that video on our channel along with many others that come our way. Now, Steve, I have to say, this banning of the voting machines is so important at this time because we have till March 5th, correct? And that's our primaries. So anybody voting by then, if they are owned by, per se, Dominion, it's not looking very good, right? I want you to go over to SaveMyFreedom.us, SaveMyFreedom.us. You need to subscribe to this. Subscribe to this. Pull up the website for me, please. And this is what we're, we're doing. You've got your Take Action Toolkit. There, here's one right there. That's your child sex slave trafficking, the sound of freedom, and your corrupt, fraudulent, and unconstitutional Alexis Take Action Toolkit. Now, that thing is loaded with 90 videos and scripture and information and resources. So that brings you up to speed. You're not going to read it in one section. You're going to use it as a resource. You want to download the videos. You want to share them. You want to spread them out there. Please do. Send this to all your friends and use it as a resource because it has all the information. So you know what's going on and you can become uh, like a really active person just making sure that, again, it has to do with volume. We all need to get really, really loud and we all need to do this together. That's why we're asking everybody to join us here in Arizona. Uh, this is a working show. This is a working platform. But what does it require? It requires people. It requires warriors. So we're rounding up the warriors and everybody wants to become one. Again, the one angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. That's Judges 612. That's Gideon's 300. That's Jim's favorite. He did that beautiful job of that speech that he gave at the uh, county picnic, which is on our Rumble channel. It's part of the Arizona Exposed corruption exposed uh, series that we did judges six seven and eight i encourage you to read that because uh that is your gideon's 300 we need well we need a little more than 300 this time around but we'll take what we can get guys so i need you to put a little back into it i need you to put a little sweat equity into putting some of this stuff out there and i need you to get on the battlefield with us so that's why i want you to join us save my freedom.us save my freedom.us and uh we're going to get you those toolkits plus we're going to do a lot more lives and we're going to do a lot more interactive stuff 
because um, this is it. We have a very short window of time in order to take back the country. So the, the, the ban the machines, remember we were just talking about that. We talk about that every episode. So we're giving it one last try for the Gipper, right? So the ban the machines campaign, the nationwide crusade to ban the machines. That's azsavesamerica.us, azsavesamerica.us. And if you're at savemyfreedom.us, you're gonna see it as the first tab. It says ban the machines. I want you to do it once a day, every day. Tell 10 of your friends and get this in motion. And the reason why I want the whole country doing it because I want 1 million emails showing up in Wendy Dodger's email box for not doing her job, for no one doing the job of trying to get banned the machines the proper way. There's three there's three campaigns in there and there's four there's four, four clicks. So three steps, four clicks. The first one, this is the, we've been talking about this for how long already? For a year. This is the campaign with Act for America when we were talking about ban the machines a year ago, everybody. We tried to do this before the last election because we knew it was going to be bad. We just didn't know how bad it was going to be. But at least this time we now know how they did it. Nobody knows. But we will tell you soon enough. We're working on trying how to present the information and we're, we're getting there. I probably need another couple of weeks. So you're going to go ahead and click on the buttons. I tried to make it easy. Oh, by the way, forgot to tell you, we declare a state of constitutional emergency here in Arizona because our quote unquote representatives and the people in the elected and selected positions that are supposed to be in leadership positions again not leaders in leadership position they didn't do it so the people did it why because the people are the government all power is inherent in the people right so there's three there's three campaigns in here one is to ban the machines two is to investigate the corruption and fraudulent elections and november 8th three is the remonstrance which is part of the court case that daniel wood and the affidavit mamas filled out you could download the press release here you can also download the court case that's about the unconstitutional elections and i want you to do the remonstrance i want you to read it because it lists the grievances of we the people and it explains the court case explains so clearly why our elections are unconstitutional so you're going to be clicking on those buttons and we got the whole country behind it the whole country goes to the arizona 215 there's 215 elected and selected elitists in all the categories we want to make sure that they're getting the emails, but we want you to also tag them on social media. You need to call them out. You need to demand that these machines are banned. There's other stuff in there. Of course, it goes with one day, one vote, no mail-in ballots, but that's all unconstitutional. But the thread that the thread that winds all this together for those people that are saying, well, Michelle, why don't you talk about mail-in ballots? What about this? What about... It's If you read the EPM and you understood the, the, the election system, the machines, all three of them, the, tabulator, the tabulators at the centers and the tabulators at the third party, the third party sites like Runback and MTech, and then also the eSite poll books, they're all intertwined together and they're all the thread. You pull that thread, it's like a sweater with the cartoons where all of a sudden the cartoon character's standing there and he's naked. He's gone. So you undo those machines. You're going to get rid of all the rest of the stuff because they're going to have to redo the whole actual system and you will have no mail-in ballots. Again, that's all unconstitutional. So I need you to do that once a day, every day, and then go to savemyfreedom.us. There are fascists active in this country. Jenna just listed off who they are. She politely calls them election deniers. I'm supposed to call them election enthusiasts as an official position of my office but I personally prefer just calling them what they are. They are fascists. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. For researchers have repeatedly de demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tempering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates Cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that 
you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose, that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know, I know that hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who before our eyes hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states. Aging systems also frequently rely on unsupported software like Windows XP in 2000, which may not receive regular security patches and are thus more vulnerable to the latest methods of cyber attack. In a close presidential election, they just need to hack one swing state, or maybe one or two, or maybe just a few counties in one swing state. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.